Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie D. Welcome to my show. Yep, it's your girl, probably the only host or one person who can still remember where she was and what she was wearing and who she was hanging out with when she first heard of all of these 90s artists. Yeah, duly noted. If it's your first time here, you got some catching up to do. If you're back, what's up? Holla! Holla! Holla. <laughs> all right. But this will be a fun episode for me in particular because this artist here is one of my favorites of all time and she's an idol for me. She's a singer, a songwriter, a rapper, a producer, and she's been a visionary in terms of giving us some of the craziest lyrics and eye-popping videos of the past few decades. This female boss rapper here is none other than Missy Elliott. Before we get into Missy's career, we're going to go back in history and revisit what was hot in music and in music culture in July 1997, which is when she made her big debut. So hot singles in July 1997 would include I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith and all the rest of them. I remember when this came out. This was shortly after Biggie's death. It was in tribute to him. Who could forget that? Um, then we also had the girl group Changing Faces with the song Get Out, which at the moment, I'm drawing a damn blank. Oh, well, um, from Monica, we had For You, I Will. Um, I talked about that in the Monica episode. Go back if you did. You missed that one. Go back if you missed that one. That one was hot. Okay, here's one that was really hot in July 97. It would probably be considered a really good one-hit wonder from the 90s, which should be included in a future episode. And that was, I put my hand up on your hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Yep. Freak nasty with da dip. Yep. July 97. Uh, another one I put on here, which was not exactly R&B and hip hop, but who cares, right? That would be Hanson's. Why did I include it? I don't know. I don't know. I saw it and I was like, I thought it was cute. So Hanson's and Bob. Another one from July 1997 would be the Spice Girls. Say you'll be there. Off the top of my head, I think this was like their second single after Wannabe. Don't quote me because I have not done the research on them. Maybe that's for another podcast, but I remember, and I probably mentioned in a, a prior episode that when Wannabe came out, I was a little 
confused like what is this but when say you'll be there came out i was like oh oh okay they okay this is nice i really like it um i had a retail job at the time that used to play them all the time so they kind of they kind of got in my ear but that one was a quality song yeah so that was july 97 the hot singles for album releases okay two that stand out one would be puff daddy's no way out which I have to mention because from that came all about the Benjamins, which was probably one of my biggest bangers from that summer. I believe I mentioned in the Biggie episode when that came out, I had my first little car. I was going to community college. I used to rock that on my car and get so freaking pumped. It was one of my favorite songs, all of 97. I just used to lose, lose my mind to that one. Uh, the next album, um, <sighs> It's kind of hard to explain <laughs> because it's complete departure from the nature of this podcast, which is R&B and hip hop. But when I discovered this album, it just kind of opened my mind up to a whole new world of music. And I'm kind of unsure about mentioning it, but what the hell? Anyway, it was from a group called The Prodigy, not to be confused with the hip hop group. I think they're called also The Prodigy, but this was an alternative band and i don't even know how you describe it but they had an album out called fat of the land and with that came two singles one was called firestarter another one was called uh smack my bitch up which was actually banned from mtv it's a long story i'm not gonna get into that but a friend from college introduced me to it and i became really 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 into it but it was really really fun to listen to as a rebellious teenager with her first car and her first taste of freedom <laughs> good good times <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just leave it at that um in movie releases in july 1997 two worth mentioning one i have never seen and that was good burger with kenan and kel who were from i don't know nick i don't know I never watched the show. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure my friends Morgan and Cat could would know what show they're from. Um, I know that uh, Keenan is now on SNL. And he's doing really, really well. But um, yeah, I never saw that one. The other one was Men in Black with Will Smith. Huge hit. I did see that one. Not my thing, <laughs> but um, that was really big in July '97. I mean, at that point, everything Will put out was pretty hot, regardless of how I felt about it. It was hot at the time so that's all i have for july 1997 um surprisingly not as much as i thought but hey whatever that's just one month so that was july 1997 now on to the featured song of the week interestingly enough the song that i chose for this week is one that i loved and i have specific memories of loving this with my friends we rocked this one hard this one came out in february 1996 and it's called Gangsta Bitch by Apache. Wait. 
lovable, hateful but huggable. Always in trouble and definitely fuckable. See her now, booms and pow, she's my friend. Puffing on a blunt, sipping on a Heineken. She's got charm, a firearm to match mine. Going to the movies, packing his and her nines, wearing Carhartt and leather. Man, I have a few great memories with this song, but first and foremost, the samples. There are three prominent samples I need to mention because besides these lyrics, they really bring the song together. The first one brings us the bells that is the track by an artist named Monty Alexander and it's called Love and Happiness. Yes, and the next single is pretty obvious, and it's from a group called Chicago Gangster, and it's called Gangsta Boogie. Gangsta Boogie, 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 Gangsta Boogie. I'm sure this one sounds more familiar and it should because according to whosampled.com, it's been sampled in some 85 songs, including LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out and Slick Rick's Children's Story. And the third sample is where the beat comes from, though it's a slowed down version. That is a song called Fool Yourself by Little Feet. This little beat was also popular and used in 94 songs, including A Tribe Called Quest's Bonita Apple Bum, which makes sense since it was A Tribe Called Quest who produced the song. Gangsta Bitch hit number 67 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 11 on the Hot Rap Singles list. But I will add that this song entered my little impressionable high school brain and for a few weeks, me and my bestie from high school were all about walking around profiling like we were real gangsta bees and trying to front like we were hard and street tough, which we weren't, but for a bit we wanted it so bad. <laughs> it's funny because listening to this now in 2021 and living within a woke culture, I see how problematic the lyrics are. But damn, when this thing hit in 93, I just love the hook, the sound, the feel. Period. The rapper was born Anthony Peaks and came out of New Jersey where he was a member of the Flavor Unit, a hip-hop group, and appeared on albums of Naughty by Nature, Tupac, Fat Joe, and Queen Latifah. He was signed to Tommy Boy Records and released an album titled Apache Ain't Shit, but that song would end up being his only song to chart. Sadly, Apache passed away due to heart failure in January 2010. But his song, y'all, will forever live with me and my teenage gangster be wannabe profiling self. <laughs> Moving on to our featured artist of the week. Melissa Arnett Elliott was born on July 1st, 1971 in Portsmouth, Virginia, the only child to Ronnie and Patricia Elliott. As a child, she was active in the church, singing in the choir, as many artists start off doing. It was at the tender age of four that she began to think she wanted to perform, but a relative later stated Missy worried no one would take her seriously as she was known to be such a class clown. Girl, me too. 
Sadly, Missy's family situation turned sour when her father started abusing her and her mom. And by the time Missy was 14, she made the decision to leave. In 1991, Missy joined a singing girl group once called Faze, but later renamed Sister, with friends LaShawn Shellman, Shanita Coleman, and Radia Scott. It just so happened a neighborhood friend, Timothy Mosley, was a budding music producer, and Missy recruited him to work with her group, creating their demo tapes. Sometime later that year, the girl group caught the attention of Jodeci member Devontae Swing by performing an a cappella version of Jodeci's songs backstage at one of their concerts. Devontae was impressed enough that the group relocated to New York, where they were signed to Devontae's imprint label Swing Mob, and the group then renamed themselves to Sister. With that, Missy brought along her producer friend Tim, who Devontae rechristened as Timbaland, and their other friend Melvin Barcliffe, who became Magoo. Ugh, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that Missy brought us Timbaland and Magoo? Okay, I'm gonna let that marinate. Mm. So, the Swing Mob. It appears that all 20 plus members of this musical collective also included Genuine, Tweet, and Play, and they all stayed in a row home in New York where they worked on their music. Missy kept herself busy writing and producing for artists such as Raven Simone on her song That's What Little Girls Are Made Of and on two of Jodeci's albums including Diary of a Mad Band. Devontae and Timbaland produced much of the debut album for the group's sister including their one and only single Brand New. sure most people will not remember this one but I do when Missy would hit later with her solo work I recognized her from this group the song had a video and a remix version but for some reason the release of the whole album titled for all the sisters around the world was shelved would love to know why um one other track from the album titled it's all right with rapper Craig Mack was featured on the soundtrack for the 1995 movie dangerous minds Meanwhile, Missy kept busy working with Mary J. Blige on her My Life album, and by the end of 1995, the swing mob dissolved and all the artists went on their way working on their own projects. But Missy would continue to work with Timbaland, Magoo, Genuine, and Player for the next decade as the music collective, The Super Friends. Missy began working more with Timbaland, producing and songwriting for various artists, including 702, SWV, and Aaliyah. For Aaliyah's second album, released in 1996, they went on to produce the hits One in a Million, Four Page Letter, Hot Like Fire, and If Your Girl Only Knew, all hot songs. Then in 97, Missy and Timbaland produced the total song, What About Us? Missy began making an impact in the music industry before dropping her own album by working as a featured rapper on Sean Puffy Combs remixes, such as Gina Thompson's The Things You Do, MC Light's Cold Rock A Party, and New Edition's You Don't Have To Worry. 
by July 1997, Missy released her debut album, Super Duper Fly, with guest appearances by Aaliyah, Lil' Kim, DeBrat, and Busta Rhymes. It spawned four singles, with the first one being The Rain. I smoke my hydro on the D-Lo. Okay, I was shaking my head while re-watching this video because this thing here started it all. The funny thing is, if you're on any social media, I'm sure you've seen the parodies with people wearing garbage bags emulating Missy in this video. But this was the start of her visionary videos. This would be the first of many videos directed by Hype Williams and is known for the use of the fish eye lens and her patent leather blow up suit, according to her Wikipedia page. It would go on to be nominated for Best Rap Video by the 97 MTV Video Music Awards. And of course, I need to mention its prominent sample, which comes from the hook. It was taken from a song by artists and peoples, and it's called you guessed it, I can't stand the rain. I can't stand the rain against my window. Bringing back sweet memories. Yeah, when the rain, do you remember? Yeah, that one was pretty obvious. Missy's The Rain peaked at number six on the hot R&B airplay chart. It would go on to reach top 20 in the United Kingdom and New Zealand. The next single out was Suck It To Me. For this video, Hype Williams was inspired by the Mega Man video games as he had Missy and Little Kim as red and white robots on a Mars-like planet. Rapper or Brat shows up in the end and Missy and her dancers end up doing a dance similar to that of Michael Jackson and Smooth Criminal, just to show us she could dance. The most prominent sample from this song is also that one used in the Fuji song, Ready or Not, and that was from the Delphonics, Ready or Not, Here I Come. The song reached number 12 on the Hot 100 and top 10 on the Hot R&B and Hip Hop singles. In March 1998, she released the third single off the album, Beat Me 911.
So this is when we started to get Timbaland's signature beats. Beats that I would start to be obsessed with because they were also up-tempo, perfectly staccato beats. In this song, you have Missy singing with R&B girl group 702, and they appear in the video with her. Robotic dancing and all, this time Missy appears like a doll. This one hit number 13 on the hot R&B and hip-hop charts. The last single from the album is the track, Hit Him With The He. This song apparently did not chart in the US because it was not commercially released here, but was a hit internationally, hitting number 25 in the UK. The video, which I'd never seen prior to my research, is really interesting because it reminds me of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal, as she's dancing in a black pinstripe suit, but outside of a dark castle. The song also samples a Bjork song called Joga, or Yoga, Joga, I I'm not sure. But she rapped over Bjork. I mean, that's pretty freaking dope. <laughs> Super Duper Fly was recorded in two weeks, which sounds absolutely crazy to me. It received much critical acclaim for Timbaland's futuristic production style and from Missy's distinctively different lyrics and persona. It debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 and sold 1.2 million copies at that time. Rolling Stones named it the 99th best album on their greatest albums of all time list in 2020. No time to sit and relax, Missy and Timbaland carried on producing for other artists including Nicole Ray's Make It Hot and Destiny's Child's Get On The Bus. She produced songs for Whitney Houston's album My Love Is Your Love and appeared on Spice Girl Mel B's single I Want You Back. In June 1999, Missy dropped her second album, The Real World, which is noted for having a darker sound and raunchier lyrics. This album had three singles. The first one titled, She's a Bitch. Yet another extensive music video with unique visuals, but this song did not fare quite as well, peaking at just number 90 on the Hot 100. The second single from the album is the song All In My Grill. a bit better than the first single with vocals by Nicole Ray. This also featured Big Boy from Outkast. This song also had another version featuring French rapper MC Solar that performed pretty well in the UK, Germany, France, and the Netherlands. And the last single off the album is the song Hot Boys. Mm -hmm. 
thinking Jeeves, yeah. nothing cheaper. Got yeah. the platinum visa. The song featured singer Lil Mo and a remix version also had Nas, Eve, and rapper Q-Tip. The remix version ended up breaking a record for most weeks at number one on the U.S. R&B charts for 18 weeks, a feat that was only broken when Lil Nas X beat it with Old Town Road in 2019. Well, damn, didn't know that. Missy's second album, The Real World, debuted at number 10 on the Billboard 200 and ended up going two times platinum. The next album, released in May 2001, y'all, is my favorite album by her, and that is Miss E So Addictive. Debuting at number two on the 200 chart, it spawned five singles. The first one, the big one, and that is Get Your Freak On. Open your mouth, get people taste. Holla! <laughs> Copywritten, so don't copy me. Okay. Okay, this one came out in March 2001, and I don't know about y'all, but this was the most fire thing for me. Just everything. The lyrics, the video, the beat, just crazy good for me. So apparently it uses what's called a six note bass that is popular in Punjabi music, which explains the heavy Indian influence. Fun fact, the guy that comes on the intro is speaking in Japanese, but what he says translates to, everyone start dancing together wildly now. Let's make some noise, let's make some noise. Even funnier is that I'm more interested in what the Indian guy says in the middle of that verse, but I searched online and why could I not find it? Boo. So one thing I have to mention about this video, beside the fact that it's so freaking hot, is that Missy's use of her next single, Lick Shots, at the end of it. It kind of comes up like an epilogue to the video, but I absolutely loved how she did that and the dancer's little move at the end. Hey, yo, Timberland. See, what they don't understand is we about to flip our whole style on them for two double zero one one. And for those of you who hate it, you only made us more creative. You don't want to speak my name. Mess around, get that ass blown away. Fool gone away. I ain't never like you tell anyway. Missy got something to say. I ride down the block in an Escalade. Bling, bling all in your face. I think you might need to put on your shades. I know you feel me though. You're hating on me, but you hear me though. 20-inch rim sitting crazy low. I'm a crazy hoe. I'ma keep the party live, me and Timberland gon' flip it tonight Keep your hands in the sky, waving around like you crazy high huh. Time to lick shots, time to see 
I love this ending so much that while creating a little music video for my friends a few years back for the Beyonce song Sam 11, I included end credits in which I played Lick Shots. My little homage to my girl. Big up, Missy. This song for me is when I began to think Missy was pure genius. Her mixture of fun and crazy lyrics with beats and visuals just blew me away. I think it was at this point that I bought her album and then soon after every other album she had and would put out. Get Your Freak On reached number 7 on the Hot 100 and reached top 10 in the Netherlands and the UK. In 2011, it ranked number 14 on Rolling Stone's Best Songs of the 2000s, and it came in at number 8 in the 2021 list of Greatest Songs of All Time. The next song of the album, released in June 2001, was One Minute Man. Another fine, fine video by Missy. This one featured a rap by Ludacris and Trina. And there was another version with Jay-Z. This one peaked at number 15 on the Hot 100. The next two singles were featured in a video together. And when this video aired in October 2001, two major events had occurred. The death of singer Aaliyah, who was a very good friend of Missy's, and of course, 9-11. That video was for Take Away. Love everything about you. Take away. Oh yeah. Gold and platinum chains. And I'm gonna love you, baby. I'm gonna love you anyway. I ain't in it for the cheddar, baby. The video was a tribute to the late Aaliyah and featured Genuine and singer Tweet. I remember when this came out and all the tributes for Aaliyah. This was very, very touching. While Tweet was in the video, it was actually 702 singer Camila Williams who sang the vocals on the album version. The end of the video then transitions to the last single on the album, which was dedicated to the American people. And that track was called For My People. Yeah. This is for my mother club heads, you feel me? This song always got me jumping and I loved it. The takeaway slash for my people video ended with a message from Missy to Aaliyah which read, There will never be a day that you will be forgotten. My guardian angel Aaliyah, I love you. 
The album Miss E's So Addictive ended up selling more than 10 million copies. Missy also picked up two Grammys, including Best Rap Solo for Get Your Freak On, naturally. And by selling more than 10 million copies, it became the best-selling album by a female rapper behind Lauryn Hill. In November 2002, Missy dropped her fourth studio album, Under Construction, which debuted at number three on the chart, selling 359,000 copies its first week. She would dedicate this album to Aaliyah and the victims of 9-11. The album would release three singles and the first one was Work It. tell you having been a child of the 80s i was all over this and it's old school hip-hop themes yes ma'am timbaland produced this one and they were clearly going for the 80s sounds that paid tribute and speaking of tributes she honored Aliyah, but also left eye in this one the video was honestly one of my favorites there's this cute little white girl in pigtails dancing her little butt off in this video. I remember everyone wondering, who is this little girl? Turned out her name was Allison Stoner and she's an amazing dancer. I don't know how she got the gig, but chow, she killed it. In 2015, Allison did a tribute video to Missy in response to Missy's Super Bowl performance. And you can find that video on YouTube. Uh, Allison Stoner almost didn't go to the audition, but not only went, but ended up beating out 400 other kids for the job. And what a gig. Every shot, every scene you just cannot look away from. The level of creativity in it is like none other. I love how she puts humor into her videos and has no problem poking fun at herself. A few fun facts on this video, apparently real honeybees were used in the beginning and a crew member got stung. Shout out to my girl for even doing that with real freaking bees. Another fun fact is that when Missy is shown on a date with a dude, it was supposed to be water in the glass faking to be wine, but somebody did not replace it. So Missy ended up drinking real wine and at the end of the shoot, she was tipsy as hell. Sounds like a fun ass shoot. <laughs> The video for Work It won Video of the Year at the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards. And in 2018, Billboard named it number two on their list of greatest music videos of the 21st century. Good on you, Billboard. I know that's right. The next song off the Under Construction album is Gossip Folks. Yo, yo, we're about to I 
can't stand a bitch no way. When I walk up in the peach, I ain't got an inch speed. I'm a bad man, my jumper got a damn motherfucker, you ain't got to like me. Hey, stun these hoes. Need to talk what you know. Then stop talking about who I'm sticking and licking, just mad at they chose. I know y'all pull, y'all pull. Y'all job just hanging up close. Step to me, get burnt like toast. So I found out while watching an interview with her on YouTube just recently that apparently Missy didn't even originally like the song Gossip Folks, which is crazy. It was Timbaland that had to convince her to do it. Okay, I see you Timbaland, good on you. Missy dropped this song in response to all the rumors that had been circulating regarding her weight loss, her sexual orientation, and other rumors. It also featured a sample of the 1981 song Double Dutch Bus by Frankie Smith. The video features many familiar faces, including Tweet, rapper Trina, Eve, Ludacris, and Miss Jade. There's even a cameo at the very end of DMC of Run DMC driving the school bus. One fact I didn't know was that the actress dancer Jenna Dewan is also in this video. As Missy is always showing love to her homies, there's tributes at the end to Left Eye and Aaliyah, but this time it also included Jam Master J, also of Run DMC, who was recently killed before the video was shot. Gossip Folks peaked at number 8 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 1 on the dance charts. And the last single off the Under Construction album was the song Back in the Day. Go back in the day, British nights and gold chains, do the prep and cabbage patch, and wear your laces all fat. British Knights and Gold Chain back in the t I can't sing for shit right now. I always liked this one. Produced by Timbaland, of course. This is another old school hip hop tribute, making mention of British Knight tennis shoes and gold chains, and also making reference to the 90s song Self Destruction. This song did not have a video, but Jay-Z does do a verse where he challenges hip hop critics Chuck Phillips and Bill O'Reilly. There is one more song I need to mention that was not an official release from this album, and that's because it's one of my personal faves. One I still sing to this day. It's actually called Pussycat. Let's just say is well, okay, check it out for yourself. speaks for itself not that the subject matter is anything i personally need to worry about but i love it nonetheless 
The Under Construction album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 and will go on to sell over two million copies. It was dedicated to the late Aaliyah and the victims of 9-11. The album was also nominated for Best Rap Album and Album of the Year at the Grammys. Let me tell you, in between Missy's album releases, she stayed writing and producing for others, including Beyonce on the Fighting Temptation soundtrack, with Madonna on her American Life album, with Wyclef Jean on a song called Party to Damascus, and contributed a song for the soundtrack to the movie Honey. Missy appeared in a Gap commercial with Madonna and performed the theme song to the UPN show, The Opposite of Sex. Because of the success of her last album, Missy felt the pressure to quickly produce another album. So in November 2003, just one year later, she released her fifth studio album, This Is Not A Test. This one featured two singles. The first single was Pass That Dutch. Misdemeanor on the floor, pretty boy, here I come. Pumps in a bump, make you wanna hurt something. I can take your man, I don't have to sex something. Hang him out the window, call me Michael Jackson. I'm a pain in your rectum. I am that bitch y'all slept on. Heavy hit around, spit up, call me rerun. Hey, 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 I'm um, what's happening. Past that Dutch, past it. Hootie hoo. Another one of my favorite videos by her. This song features three samples one from Santa Esmeralda's song, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, on the song Magic Mountain by War, and a reference is made to the song Potholes in My Lawn by De La Soul. <laughs> I, I don't even know about this song, <laughs> but I think the more obvious use of this song is from the movie Mean Girls. The scene where the famous plastics is introduced with the four girls walking in slow-mo down the school hallway features this song in the background. That I definitely caught. Past That Dutch reached number 27 on the Hot 100. The next was the track, I'm Really Hot. I was shook when I come out. My album hit hard when I roll out. Y'all records make a bitch wanna throw them out. And that's no doubt. See, I rock bells. This one was written and produced by Timbaland and would be the last single from this album and peaked at number 18 on the Hot Rap Songs chart. Missy is quoted as saying this album came out a lot quicker than she wanted and felt rushed through the process. The two singles also did not perform as well as the ones from prior albums. This is not a test sold 700,000 copies in the U.S. I got mine, but Missy stayed busy. She appeared in the Sierra song, One Two Step, and she starred in her own reality TV show on UPN called The Road to Stardom with Missy Elliott in 2005, which was for only one season. 
In 2005, Missy dropped her sixth studio album, but by this time she went with a new and different set of producers in hopes of giving her fans something different. This one was called The Cookbook, and it featured three singles. The first being my favorite song from the album, Lose Control. Yeah, you know the bangers are always my favorite. And this one I rocks on my workout playlist. This one has samples from the song Body Work by Hot Streak and a song Clear by Cybotron. This went on to number three on the Hot 100 and features vocal by Sierra. In August 2005, Missy dropped the next single, Teary Eyed. Wow, I don't remember this one, but I do like it. Apparently, this song was a departure for her since she chose to sing instead of rap throughout the whole song. In the video, which I had not seen until now, she is seen wearing a straight jacket in an insane asylum, and she cuts in the middle to another song called Meltdown to cross-promote, a technique she's been known to do, and one I'm kind of curious why other artists haven't really done. I mean, why not? The last single from the album is a track called We Run This. My style can't be duplicated or recycled. This chick is a sick individual. Let me switch up the game. I drink that cone. Yeah, step back, cause I might put it on. Yeah. I go deep, so deep till you sleep. Count sheep, wake you up from You don't want me to show This was produced by Romario Rio Beats Weber and features a sample from the Sugar Hill Gang song Apache, which was sampled by the incredible Bongo Band, a song that will go on to be sampled in over 800 productions. Missy's song We Run This would peak at number 48 on the Hot 100, but was nominated for Best Rap Solo at the Grammys. Another version was used for the movie Stick It. Overall, the album The Cookbook received five Grammy nominations, which included Best Rap Song and Best Short Form Video, and also six MTV VMA awards, including Best Female Hip Hop Artist, and the album sold over 600,000 copies. Missy continued on producing music for years to come, but to go down the full list would take like another hour, so let me just run down the highlights. In 2006, she released a greatest hits album titled Respect Me or M.E. In 2007, My Girl was honored on the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. In 
She contributed to the song Chinga Ling to the soundtrack for the movie Step Up to the Streets. Missy again went to her sweet spot of writing and producing on Keisha Cole's Let It Go, Jasmine Sullivan's Need You Bad, and Monica's Everything to Me, and also Fantasia's Free Yourself. Missy was featured on various artists' albums such as Faith Evans, Little Mix, Kelly Rowland, Lizzo, Ariana Grande, and Busta Rhymes. During this time, many asked Missy about her hiatus from recording a solo album, and her response was, quote, your brain needs time to refresh. Things happen in your life where you can then write something else instead of the same three topics. Like, how many times are we going to talk about the club? I feel like what I'm giving the fans is 100%, and that is game-changing. I don't just throw out microwave records, end quote. I feel you, Missy. I do, boo. In 2015, Missy performed the halftime show for the Super Bowl with Katy Perry in front of 118 million viewers, boosting online sales of her albums. And in November of that same year, she dropped her first single in a long time, and that was WTF Where They From. I was personally so hyped to have this new single from her, I ran to download my copy. The video was streamed over 6 million times in the US alone and with an additional 16 million just from YouTube at that time. And the dancing in this one. Y'all, go back and re-watch that video, please. She followed that single up with the banger beat, Pep Rally. Yep, another banger for me. This one reached number one on the top Twitter tracks and regular play on my personal playlist when I need something to get me going. While many had been wondering why Missy had not dropped a new album in a long time, she eventually revealed that she was struggling with Graves' disease, an autoimmune disorder that affects the thyroid. In August 2019, Missy released Iconology, an extended play album, which is a release that is shorter than a typical album, but longer than a single. And it featured five tracks. Reviews were mostly favorable, though some critics did mention the songs did not have the same energy or creativity as her earlier work. In June of that same year, Missy was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and received an honorary Doctor of Music degree from the Berklee College of Music. 
She was also rewarded the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award and was the first female rapper to receive that honor. Missy's work still ain't done. She is still out here producing and writing, probably right now. <laughs> so what to say about the legacy of Missy Elliott? She was referred to as the queen of rap or the queen of hip hop. And while I agree, I personally think her work goes beyond just rap music. I'm not even sure what category I would put her in myself, but her music to me is just bigger than just one genre. Missy has had a very long, full-bodied and memorable catalog of great music that has been the most creative and eye-catching music videos of the past few decades. I personally love the fact that Missy has carried herself with so much swagger and confidence, killing it with song, dance, production and visuals and refusing to cover up or just sit in some mold and be something that she wasn't for the sake of album sales or image. She proved you don't have to be skinny or selling sex to make it as a female rapper. And for me, she did it in the most inspiring and imaginative ways ever, period. She has gone on to remain one of the most successful female rappers of all time, along with Lauryn Hill, Eve, Lil' Kim, and Cardi B. What she and Timbaland did with them beats and lyrics will always be a favorite of mine, changing the game for hip hop and dance music. On a personal note, I have to add that I recently spent a weekend in Los Angeles, just last weekend before this recording, and I got to visit the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And of course, as soon as I got home, I found out that the very day I left is the very day that Missy was awarded her star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, I so wish I could have been there to see it. But regardless, I am so super duper proud of her for getting that honor. It is well, well deserved, well overdue. And I wish Missy nothing but everything, everything in the future. It's my personal hope that she keeps doing whatever the hell she wants to do because I will always be a fan waiting and wanting more. Missy forever for me. That's it. I just love me some Missy from now into the end. She put it out. I'm getting it. <laughs> so it's my time, y'all. And y'all, I have to say, this one was a hard one for me to wrap up because there's so much more to Missy's story and body of work. Go online and check it out for yourself. Her discography alone is its own book. Let me know how you feel and what you love about Missy on social media. Until the next time, y'all. You know what I'm going to say. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to Word to the Mother. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Until the next episode, we out. Thank you.